This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. My talkers, it is Thursday, 4 o'clock, and we are hanging out with Lori and Julia. I don't know why I keep telling you what time it is. You know what dang time it is. It is the best time of the day because Lori and Julia are on air hanging out with you guys for your ride home. So let's have some fun. Let's do it. And you know, we're going to have accidental sports talk oh, again. OMG. Oh, a little left big turn. Big things happened today. Yeah, big things happened. And my brother sent me a cry face. And I was like, oh, what is this? Something tennis? And sure enough, Julia, what is happened today well this isn't that much of a surprise it but isn't. roger federer announced his retirement at 41 years old his last time he's going to play is he is he the labor cup is the thing i went to last year in boston you know and this year it's in london and it's where the um european players play the rest of the world was he expected to play in that he will play in it oh he will he will play in it but um here he is in his own words mm-hmm family and beyond of all the gifts that tennis has given me over the years the greatest without a doubt has been the people i've met along the way my friends my competitors and most of all the fans who give the sport its life today i want to share some news with all of you as many of you know the past three years have presented me with challenges in the form of injuries and surgeries i've worked hard to return to full competitive form But I also know my body's capacities and limits, and its message to me lately has been clear. I am 41 years old. (laughs) I've played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt, and now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive career. Mm. The Mm -hmm. Labour Cup next week in London will be my final ATP event. I will play more tennis in the future, of course, but just not in Grand Slams or on the tour. Thank you, Roger. I know. And it's kind of incredible that, you know, Serena decided that she would go out playing the U.S. Open, Mm -hmm. and he's kind of doing the same thing, and he waited to announce it until after her thing was over. And I guess the rumor, according to my brother, was that the doctors found more fluid in his knee after the latest surgery. He he's rich as hell. He has four kids, and he's probably sick of the surgery rehab oh, cycle. Yeah. Can you imagine? And his his agent Tony Godsick, yeah. who's been his agent since two thousand and five. You know, we've known that he's been having knee injuries, and the surface that he has won the most Grand Slams at is Wimbledon, mm-hmm. and it's the softest and easiest on your knees and your body and to he play. He injured himself at Wimbledon yeah, he last did. year. So his agent just said basically that. Um, you know, I've been trying to tell him, um, I suggested to him years ago that he should stop playing. Mm-hmm. Not many tennis players at his level push themselves into their 40s, but he was always interested in challenging himself. At the end of the day, after 1,500 plus matches, yeah. the tires finally wore out. Yeah, his body is hurting. That's a lot. And if yeah. you think about he, um he leaves with 103 tour-level titles on his substantial res- resume, and so many single matches when both he's only second to Jimmy Connor in the open era because Jimmy Connor played forever. Yeah. But for many of us, 
we always knew a final was going to include Roger Federer, Nadal, Rafael Nadal, mm-hmm. or Djokovic. Yeah. And that's not it anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, within a month, well, with really within two weeks, you have two champions that I think this one, I think they own, they have 43 single slam titles between them. Serena and Federer. Yeah. So you have these two greatest of all times, you know, retiring within, you know, two weeks of each other. And, um, and he can't, and it's just amazing. He was, he was so classy. He was the most classy tennis player. He never swore, never got mad, never got ruffled. He did a one-handed backhand, which is so hard to stay in the game anymore because you can't get the power Mm -hmm. as a two-handed for a guy. Listen to this sports talk. Well, Sissy Pass still has that, and he struggles with it because you cannot get the power like the two-handers get. Right. Anyway, he was class act. He he really, he was. But yeah, my brother was sad about it. It's he sad, knew but it's that, not. But he's just like, uh, you know, and then Djokovic has just like shot himself. In, or is it Djokovic? Who's, mm-hmm. Or who's the 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 one from Czechoslovakia? Is it Djokovic? Or who's no, the one? No, he's who, a Serbian. The, Serbian, okay. he he's He's so goofy. Personally, you know, he took himself out of the U.S. Open because he wouldn't be vaccinated. Well, that's been a thing this for thing. this whole thing. Right. right. But I mean, think about what he's like given up into his career. He was on the march towards. Well, here's how the Grand, Grand Slams and, go. Yeah. Is that um, Nadal has the most 22 mm-hmm. and Novik and um, Federer, I think, are tied at 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's just, uh, you know. More accidental sports talk, and I don't know if you've heard about the everything. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. That was all that anyone could talk about at the oh, bowling alley. Let's last talk week. about it. What did oh, he, yeah. he? What he? What shenanigans? He Freddy? hasn't been charged with any criminal wrongdoing, but uh, as our lawyer was talking to us last night, we were going dum 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 or whatever the Law and Order. Basically, yeah. Thank you. A Mississippi ex governor was directing more than one million dollars in welfare money to Brett Favre to help Brett pay for one of his pet projects, which was a volleyball, volleyball. facility at a university that he went to or something Mississippi like that. State, yeah. Mississippi State, yeah. Mississippi State. He hasn't been charged with anything, but there's text messages where Brett's like saying, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? Yeah. And the governor said, no, we never have that information publicized, blah, blah, blah. So anyway... Uh, it's, it looks real, real well, he bad claims, for him. He claims that he didn't know he was doing wrong. He did repay $1.1 million, mm-hmm. and he still owes 228000 to cover the interest. And the money was taken from a fund, fund. that was for the underprivileged. Yes. It, well, and in Mississippi's the poorest state, state in, the country, in, exactly. in this country. And yeah, it was basically not a good look to take millions of dollars that is going to especially kids out of hunger and poverty for a volleyball p- facility, and they've got the text messages, mm-hmm. but he hasn't been charged yet. But nope. it was the talk of the bowling alley because it had a lot why of guys. Why would be so dumb? He's to- worth $110 million too. Yeah. So why would you take a million dollars from a fund like that mm-hmm. to help start a fund to build a stadium when you're worth $110 I think, of your okay, own? Okay, here's, mm-hmm. here's my theory. Sorry. Here's my theory. Okay. Oh, this accidental sports talk. It's well, happening I two just days think in a row, but I like when it's... He was hit a lot. 
Okay. There's that, but he's been he's been he's shady been since the Jets. Why, why is when he, he was so sending D pics to Jen Sturger when yes. she was working for the New York Jets, and he. But then again, you know, it came out later in his book that him and his wife have some sort of agreement. But he was he's been a little bit of a shady character since his days as a Viking, because that happened in 2010 in his That's second right. stint as Thank a Viking. I forgot about that. We cannot blame this on his hitting the head, but maybe this is why Gisela is living in a separate separate house from Tom Brady. He did get hit a lot, though. I'll give you that. He got hit. Oh, Brett Favre got hit. He got hit more than most quarterbacks. You use that as a defense if they charge him. Uh, I I probably would. I would would because he was hit and he would stay down for a while. Yeah, Yeah, he got hit harder than because he was in the era where quarterbacks could get hit. Now Tom Brady lives in a world where if you touch a quarterback, it's a it's a penalty. Now back when Favre was there, he was getting rocked, but still, there's some shadiness to this, and he's had some shady dealings in the past areas, in other areas, right? Other business. I mean, things. and even his memoir. I mean, the oh, the yeah. guy who wrote his biography is now coming out and saying, "Don't read my book. He is a bad person." The guy who wrote the book is Co- saying, "You this know, was book. there a help with Brett Co- Favre? Yes, yeah. the yeah. ghostwriter. His ghostwriter has basically come out mm-hmm. and said, "Don't read my book. Whatever I said in there is not true. He's a horrible person." <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, and they you spend a lot of time together with the person who writes your memoir. Yeah. Wow. wow. All right, listen, we got to go, Joyce. We don't want to cut it into your random thoughts today. I, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all it is. Um, this is going to be just the last on this accidental sports conversation okay. on the Lori and Julia show. But um, I met someone that I've known forever, and she was telling me how much of a Viking fan she was. I never knew this about this person, mm-hmm. and fantasy football. So this year alone... Studies show women make up 40% of nice. all fantasy football players this year, up from 20% in 2019. Cool. I mean, that I just, blame that on the pandemic. Well, uh, they, yeah. people maybe... I, the, Remember when it, they tried to do fantasy fashion and stuff yes. like that? Because that was started like... Yeah. A, I, for me, it's the math part of it that I don't like of it. And maybe in 2020, some people got okay with the math of fantasy football, you know, whatever. I feel well, like there's math involved. Well, right? there's programs now where you don't have to right. literally that just you math. even said that out loud. I know, but I, I just have seen that out loud. But it's one of the Grant. reasons why I've been... I didn't want... When Julie told me about fashion, I was like, is that like fantasy football? Yeah. I don't want to do math. You literally open up an app and it says score 121 to 122. It, does. <laughs> it just seems so like... you need to know about the players, Lori. That's yeah, okay, it, yes. that too. Oh, yes. No, that's the number one thing you know about anyway um okay today if you can think back and remember when you used to call yourself a google foo master yes the 25th anniversary today of google wow it came out in 2002 Mm -hmm. it was uh, the name google originated from the misspelling of the word google g-o-o-g-o-l which Mm -hmm. means i don't know a super long number it's a one followed by a hundred zeros and so it began uh, as a research project with Larry Page and Surgery Bren when they both were PhD students at Stanford University in 1996. Now it's a verb and an adjective it in is. a search engine. And yes, I did used to brag about being a Google Foo Master because in our early years, Donnie was not good at being able to find stuff. No, he, he was wasn't. a bad Googler. No. Really? Yes, he was a bad Googler. Oh. And now people try to use like off brands like Gray Duck or some other. No, um, why? As a search engine, Bing. because it doesn't. Bing didn't last long. No, no. Bing is terrible. Yeah, so it doesn't follow you and give you all the pop-up ads. It oh. doesn't keep your history. Yeah, Google's very. Google. Um, 
They keep everything track of everything. You. They track all their data because then they can sell that data yep. to marketers who then know right. what to market you. But there's now programs that you can lay over your computer if you want to get real scientific about right. it where they can prevent them from I tracking you. I just ignore you. these ads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they still well, know that you are... They know everything yeah, about I you. I know, but I guess it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Does it bother you guys? Because I'm not going to stop Googling. Yeah, no. Sometimes I just feel it's a little evasive. I mean, sometimes when you watch a a show or something, you're like, pause that. I got to Google that. Especially some of these historical, fictional romance. You know, you want to know what's going on. I want to know what's going on. Yes. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, Rod Stewart's wife, Penny Lancaster, do you know this news? No. Is a special constable for the London police. And she'll be working the Queen Elizabeth's funeral on Monday. Really? That's cool. I never knew that. And other things happening. It's an honorary kind of a, a, you know, thing. We're not going to get your husband as a knight. What would you like to be? I'd like to be an honorary constable because I secretly have a Sherlock Holmes heart on. And I want to wear that hat with the spike (laughs) at the top. Exactly right. And I want to have a billy club. That's right. I want to carry the billy club in my belt. Um, Is that what that thing was called? The billy club? Yeah, the little, the little uh, belt thing. I just yeah, remember. You mean the clubs that cops yeah, carry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Billy Club, I believe. Billy Club. Okay, There's so other this names is Google it. Yeah, I'm no, Googling it. Yeah. Billy Club. Okay, so here's a funny headline Garth Brooks charms fans with sing along in Dingle Pub in Kerry. So Garth Brooks just lost 50 pounds. Oh, he is that? He did yes. look good on Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. He did look slim down. Because he wants to be able to move a lot when performing he had these upcoming stadium concerts in ireland it's probably hard to resist miss trisha's uh, biscuits and macaroni and That's cheese what he and, says. she's such a good cook she's such a good cook and he calls her miss trisha i love i, I love know those two. in it's public cute. right yeah. just yeah. in public it's i don't sweet. know and he did it for his fans in ireland so he's filming his stadium concert as part uh-huh. of um, a movie that's eventually going to be released. And this is the part that I, I circled two things in and it scares me even more. Okay. Okay. This film is going to come. And he says, I lost 50 pounds and the film. will add that right back. Oh. And so I'm thinking it used to be 10 that the it camera added. 10. It is As 10. we're doing and selling our VIP tickets and all the tickets for Project Done and Dirty Film Fest. Are there any left? We're waiting for confirmation. All right. I would check. Grant, maybe check the email. I didn't see Mm -hmm. anything yet. By the way, you are 100% right. Those Billy Clubs were first recorded in 1848. London. In In London, London. yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And they were originally slang for a burglar's crowbar, but that's where they started. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Big carrying them was in London, so yeah. Nice. Look at me, look at Batons me. is what we call them here, but Billy Oh, you do? Because yeah. I, I don't they think would... they carry um, guns in the in the UK. Oh. They carry those. Those, the billy club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. And it kind of is like a billy goat. Okay, and that reminds <laughs> me of Lena Dunham last Dunham on Seth Meyers. Oh, she that She is... has a new dog, and she would wrap it in like a baby Bjorn, and people would come up and look at her new baby. It's one of the homeliest dogs it's I've ever seen. It's the ugliest thing you've but ever seen. She and Seth Meyers had <laughs> hilarious and wonderful chemistry together, and is she directing Russell Brand in a movie? Uh, she's got a movie out that and premiered at Toronto, but I didn't get into it, it enough to know. Russell Brand is in it, playing some kind of a king. I love Seth him. Seth showed uh, a trailer of it. Mm-hmm, and he wrote our little bookie-wookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was, was man. she was very funny with she, him. They have You can tell they've known each other a long time. And she lives in London, and she said, this was in me. I always said to call my dad, Papa. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. She was so she fun. She was funny. It was fun to see her, because we haven't heard much about her. Not since Girls was over, and she and Jack Antonoff broke Mm-mm, up. And right. She just looked happy. She did look happy. Okay, so if you've driven on 35 North to Duluth, it used to be the signs, the billboards would stop around Wyoming. Now they stop at Hinkley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think about the billboard. I mean, because remember, they would stop, and now they're all the way to Hinkley pretty much about Twin City things. There's billboards all the way to Duluth. Are there now? Well, I turn there. Yeah. Okay, so there's four states. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, there's four states that completely ban billboards. Really? Can you guess them? I don't know, but gee, that's going to make that's going to make driving kind of boring. I would imagine Colorado. No. No. Hmm. Nope. Because think of the scenery. Think of it. Think of the states. The the the, the Hawaii? Yeah, I've never scenery. seen scenery. Yeah. 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 You don't have enough room. Well, very hard to plant signs and hard lava rock right yeah um well that's <laughs> but just you're the right big you're you right have i've never seen in a hawaii. billboard in hawaii vermont that okay. makes sense because they don't even let like three or four story buildings there no right. alaska i was gonna out. guess alaska okay there's one more it's based on all three of those those are beautiful scenery it, type maine yes maine. yeah, yeah. Maine. it's gotta, gotta like be. three of the corners and then mm-hmm. one just down a couple states so no billboards. Wouldn't be worth your money in Alaska because right. there's too few people and it's yeah. so huge. Yeah. Right. You could just put a sign up in Anchorage on like a building on the side of it and be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rather yeah, than pay go. for a billboard. Exactly. Right. All right, Grant, what is going on with the traffic? Yeah, let's take a look. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are absolutely delighted to have one of our favorites back with us. T. Michael Rambo in the studio, smelling delicious. Hey, everybody. Good to be back guys. Hi, hon. Okay. It's like, why aren't you like Morgan Freeman and doing all the voiceovers yes. for banks and, and credit cards and Target? From your lips to God's okay, ears. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh. Grant, he's the most amazing voice. And oh, so, I'm going to sit back and just listen. Yeah. Mr. Seaman was just in, and he saw yeah. you in 12 Angry Men at... At, at Theater at, Latte, Don. Yes, with Peter Rossi. And yeah. I, Lori and I missed it, and I know we missed... Well, it, it, it was an amazing. This is the best piece. show. Like it could have been, it could be on Broadway. Yeah. You think it, it'll come so back? You know, I, I have a sneak suspicion that it has legs, where those legs will go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do not know. 
Because you're not a producer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I had some coins and some green light capital, I would be... It would go again. It would go again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. So today, you are here to tell us... Um, you have a one man show. I do. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's what they call now today. They call them solo performances. Oh yes. <laughs> solo. And, uh, and this is about the story, the tragic story. What yeah. happened to you when you were in a carjacking? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it kind of, uh, emanates or kind of uh, comes out of that experience and, and how it left me so, um, so broken and bruised that I, I didn't know how I would kind of heal. And as an artist and as a person who uses that this medium to heal others, um, because art opens and heals the wound at the same time, I immersed myself in the process of kind of trying to write an event that changed my life but didn't reduce me. So I had to look at how to create and craft a, a piece that speaks to that. Now, I did that in 2019, but now, three years later almost, I decided to remount it with um, Illusion Theater, with Michael Robbins, and mm-hmm. with a star grant from downtown St. Paul to bring people into our city, our lovely, unidentical twin. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're St. Paulites, we that's get right, it. That's mm-hmm. right. And so um, so the piece now is a little less about the carjacking and more about joy, mm-hmm. about, about hope. What's it called? What's it's called show? Present. 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 How do we live in the moment? And I think that uh, being present is more and more uh, a reality of where we have to exist if we want to get to the next day. If mm-hmm. we... We're too far ahead and too far behind, but there's so much being, we're bombarded, bombarded by so many things that this breathing and being in the now mm-hmm. is uh, necessary. It is it necessary is. because I do thank you, Grant. Um, there was just a study that came out about like one of the simplest things you can do mm-hmm. for yourself, for your happiness, yeah. is expressing gratitude. Yes. Saying Thank you to somebody and you're welcome. Like being present in your gratitude yes. so that you don't, I mean, is Miss that kind it. of yeah. it is where that you piece. found yourself writing because yeah. you'd gone through this traumatic thing and you're thinking, how am I ever putting my life back together? Well, the only thing, one of the primary things that brought me back was being able to, to think about that. I am not a victim mm-hmm. and I am whole. And as I said, this incident didn't reduce me. It just gave me more more reason to pause and more cause to say, "Hey, look what I do have." have hey, you, look where, did where you, I am. You know. And when when was the carjacking? Eighteen, two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. Mm. I remember we were yeah. just so shocked. And did it yeah. this start? Like, were you journaling? No, I was. I was in a hole in the dark with okay. covers over my head. Okay, and I was so in that's a real dark place. Yeah, yeah. And then then I. Um, and have you ever written a show before? I, I have. You I, have, okay. I've written some other pieces. Um, okay. And, I, and I've done some journaling and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But this piece kind of came out of actually a friend who's Michael Robbins, who said to me, um, how would you like to stage this? Stage a piece. How would you like to really talk about what happened? And it was a, it was a very um, tenuous sort of conversation to have mm-hmm. for someone to step up and say, let's, let's present what you're feeling. And that really was the impetus that really springboarded, launched me into wanting people to to hear the story and think about how they could be made whole. Mm-hmm. How do you? Okay, so the the show. If you're just joining us, one of our favorites, T. Michael mm, Rambo, who is the voice. Just you're such a lovely person. Been in front of ours for since ever forever. Yeah. I feel like since yeah. we've been in the air. And the new show is called Present. What what theater is it at, and how do people get tickets? Yeah, well, it, you know, the, the, this interesting thing is is that the theater is in downtown St. Paul, and it's located inside the SPCPA school, so St. Paul Conservatory for Performing Arts. Okay, it's their black box theater. 
So it's located on St. Peter between what used to be Paza Luna, that's now Memento, and Sakura Sushi. It's right in the middle. So so if you know where the St. Paul Hotel and Grill is, it's diagonally across the street. And above the door, 350 St. Peter, is this sign that says the lorry. And you go inside there. And with chalk and with sidewalk chalk, my name is chalked out on the concrete. Okay, and you, honey, only have three performances left? Three left. Tomorrow night, Friday at 730 Saturday at 7.30 and Sunday at 2 p.m. And how do people go to Illusion Theater to get the, tickets? Illusiontheater.org. Are there tickets available? There are, there are some tickets available, and I would really encourage people to go out now. And what's beautiful is that it is pay what you can. They encourage people to pay 25 or more, but mm-hmm. pay what you can so we get all people and all kinds of folks. And it's a small theater. Yeah. only seats about 90 people. You know? How, how do you found it being doing, doing the show show. solo performance yeah i I really am am enjoying the intimacy of it Mm -hmm. and the comfort that i find in it i had a solo performance of doing the story of thurgood marshall uh and it was two and a half two hours and 20 minutes of of me and one person it was a lot yeah so but yeah so 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 this is this is really manageable and it's so personal so personal and it allows me to step out of the story and, and talk directly to people i did a performance for the students at spcpa uh, today and was able to talk directly to them, get out of the script and say, this is your turn to tell your story. My story is mine and you are the, you're the expert of your experience. You know, so. And when you talk about that, because it was traumatic what happened to you and I just remember just... Anytime anything, anything like that happens to anybody, yeah. I, it rocks... It rocks your world. Yeah, it's yeah. Your very core. And to transform from being a victim to being grateful. Yeah. And... Yeah. And... Maybe finding forgiveness, forgiveness yes, in there as well. Absolutely, with, yeah. You know, it is. That's a that's amazing. It's a journey, and I think that's the beauty of theater is that it takes us on a journey. But also, life is that sort of experience that as we travel through it, we we become to be, begin to see as we experience life, we begin to see what we are not. So then we find out what we are, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not a victim. So I know what I am, something else. Mm-hmm. I'm not a person who lives in trauma. I'm a person who understands that the, that for trauma to exist, there must be joy. So there's joy. So it's how do we look at those converse scenarios? And you yeah. did great things during, I remember during COVID, the outdoor movies and yeah, the outdoor yeah. theater with, experiences that yeah, you did. Yeah. 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 With, um, as a matter of fact, uh, Austin Van, who is now the, Artistic director of Yellow Tree Theater. She was the one of the one of the primary uh, members of that organization. Right. The expressing Black Joy. Yes. And, and we did these pieces of Breath for George. Remember, we yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I think you came we out. Did. I saw you. So at, at Penumbra. Yeah. Yeah, at Penumbra. Yeah. And she's gone on to become, as I said, the artistic director there at Yellow Tree, where they're now presenting um, a streetcar named Desire. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm really happy and proud of her and. The fact that show has a little longer run than mine. It goes through October 8th out there. I wish is we, that the one where they're doing it a little bit different and they're just staging it with like four actors, exactly. four main actors? Because they, they're a smaller theater too right. out there in Osseo. And um, so they have envisioned how to kind of craft it in a way that makes it more intimate and allows the the, the audience to be a part of the ensemble. Why, why do people love doing Tennessee Williams plays? Yeah. You know, because... Good question. Mm-hmm. I, I think Tennessee Williams plays um they speak to passion pain and possibility you know in a way that that 
he really you know, was astute at being able to write mm-hmm. on the page, mm-hmm. you know, because so many of the stories are these incredibly wounded, damaged people right. who, through it, have a passion. Because life for a human being is two, two, two particular emotions, love and fear. And all their characters are exist in that passion for of loving something, mm-hmm. whether it's alcohol or pain yes. or whatever, right. and the fear of losing something. So that that dichotomy is what is at the core of his work, and which is the core of that production of Streetcar Named Desire. So, and so, it's at yeah. what theater? At, is the, at, at the at Yellow Tree Theater. Yellow Tree. In Osseo. Yeah, in okay. Yeah, Yellow Tree. Um, if there's any interest in scenes production, you you would contact Yellow Tree Theater, and they're an RE theater. Okay. YellowTreeTheater.com. Mm-hmm. An R-E theater. That's how, but you want to know what? That's how I've spelled theater my whole life. Yeah. So yeah. I've always been a little. It's an R. It's an R. It's an R. Yeah. Are you in any holiday shows or is there I, something else? Crazy. Tell me. I am so. God is good. I am so <laughs> blessed. I am currently performing present with Illusion downtown St. Paul. I am in rehearsal for the Buddy Holly story at the mm-hmm. History Theater. That opens on October first. Who are you playing in the Buddy Holly? I, I'm the Apollo singer and MC. You are. Yeah, okay, I, I, I'm certainly not playing Buddy Holly. No, 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 no. Okay, I, know. I love it. Yeah, and so that's fun. And then I go on to play in Beauty and the Beast at the Ordway. That's oh, right. That's right. Oh, I can't they, they, wait. To this see year, that. Belle is an African American woman, oh. and so I play her father, Maurice. And then after that, Regina Marie Williams, who we all know very yes, well yes, for we her do. recent production at the Guthrie. Um, she is playing Dolly in Hello Dolly, and I'm playing Vandergilder. Oh my gosh! Where's, is that going to be at the Guthrie? No, at Theater Latte. Oh, Theater. Oh, fun! So that's a, in January through March. I guess we're going to be seeing a lot of you. I we're going to be hanging out, <laughs> then, going out, you know, afterwards. You, you know, well, how fun all of that. Yes, that yeah. sounds like a blast. Yes. It's a blast. But again, if you want to catch something special, yes, you know, present, written, and acted. By T. Michael Rambo at the Illusion Theater just this weekend. Yeah. And um, illusiontheater.org Thank for you. tickets. Yeah, and, and, and they are in ER. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love you both. You've been, it's so funny. I think the last time I was here, I was saying, I saw Lori at, 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 at Kowalski's and I yeah. just wanted to, I didn't want to bug her, so I just kind of watched from afar. Oh, you, you know, better not ever do that again. <laughs> I know, but I'm so funny. I was just like, because <laughs> you were just shopping out. She was just getting her, getting I her produce. I love grocery shopping. You and me both. I <laughs> love it. So I, I would love to. It's cathartic. It is like washing dishes for me. I like yes. washing dishes and I like grocery shopping. And you know what? I have people like approach me at the grocery <laughs> store too, like in the cheese. Yeah. Are you getting? You know, <laughs> I listen to your show, and I'm like, "What kind of cheese are you getting?" I don't know. I really like the grocery store encounters. <laughs> That's funny. funny. That is great. That funny. That's well, great. honey, we are delighted to see you in person. Of course, as always, yeah, that shirt you. you're wearing is everything. Oh, thank you. It's, it's a, it's kind of that fall transitional, not letting go of the summer mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's a bright paisley shirt. I yeah, love yeah, it, yeah. and it looks so good. And thank, thank you. you. And we will. We'll have. Any of your shows, you know, we always want to talk to you and get Thank people you. in the know about. So the next time we'll see you probably for Buddy Holly when you're yeah. ready yeah. to talk about and that. And live theater is everything. It yes, is. it is. It's everything. So whenever you get an opportunity... Um, thank you again, hon. Thank All you. Right, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. Well, Julia and I have to Hollywood speak uh, how dense we are. We left the lead on the floor with T. Michael's show present at the Illusion Theater. I turn over the back page, and I see, like, how many songs is this, T. Michael? 13 songs, amazing songs, some by you, but Defying Gravity, you know. Uh, you Be Found from... 
Yeah. yeah, you've got it. So it's a little storytelling, but you're singing everything. All the songs are linked in by narrative, but the songs were chosen first, and the narrative was was to fill in the story. Lean okay. on me. You've yeah. got a friend, and of course, you can sing Bill Withers. Come on, oh, Come on. I just want him to do it right now. <laughs> just do a little. Uh, um, let's see here. You know what I love is children. Listen. Careful the things you say. Children will listen. Careful the things you do, children will see and learn. Children may not obey, but children will listen. Children will look to you for which way to turn, to know what to be. Careful the things you say. Listen to me. There you go. What do you oh, get Sondheim song from? It, it's from Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Okay. The movie we never saw in the play. We've I seen. saw oh, the movie and I've seen the play and the play is, was much better than the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah you got to see it in the theater that Yeah, show. and that song just is so poignant because uh, it was for one of the first songs I thought of after the incident because mm-hmm. I came to realize that the young people who did it, these young teenage boys, yes, their actions were their actions, they started from a place where they weren't as they just weren't given a map to how to be their greatest, their best selves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I can be angry what? with them. Or I can be angry with, with the fact that we as a community have kind of left many of our children. Yeah. What a beautiful place to be though, Damn. to come yeah. from versus Damn. the anger. But the, yeah. you know? speak that we, we yeah. are as unprepared as we were 20 years ago. And Sometimes when we have a guest on T Michael, we're just like, oh, always by the seat of our pants and in <laughs> the moment. We cannot change. We, uh-uh. we just can't change. That's <sighs> who we are. It's mm-hmm. who we are. All right. All right. So, you know, um, we're going to Hollywood speak, Julia. Let's do it. You Let's, can join us. Okay, okay. I, I, love, I love that idea. Okay, so Julia Fox, she's, no, yeah. she, you know who that is. Well, she made absolutely. a name for herself when she dated Kanye West, Kanye West right. for, for like six weeks. And uh, she uh, gave an interview and um, uh, it was published yesterday. And she said this. She said, uh, it just seems he had a lot to work on and I don't have time for it or energy. I don't have the bandwidth or emotional capacity. So I'm proud of myself for walking away at the first sign of a red flag. Well, I, I think that that's modeling self-care in a way that not a lot of artists do and a lot of individuals. I mean, whether you're in the limelight or not, we kind of want someone to be where we want them to be. And sometimes we forgo what we need just to be there. We do. And And we ignore those red flags. And for her thinking about how she wants to be more. She is a one-year-old. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She's a and how old. he was giving her a platform. Now we all know her name. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, uh-uh. Yeah, because it this was a very much. quick romance. And we were wondering about, you know, yeah. the how breakup she got on even it. got out where I hide. Yeah. Right, right. right. <laughs> and, and not to mention the fact that she, she was being Spengali because if, if you looked at her over the course of those six months, she began, began to look more and more like. Kim. Kim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what he wants. Oh, yeah. 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 With yeah. his women. And mm-hmm. so she should be proud of herself. I, I think she should. That's yeah. A, a, okay. No all right. Um, all right. Now, here's another one. I like this one. Let's just see how you're going to do with this one. I've got so many I can. Okay. So Kim Kardashian. It's oh, New it's York. Kim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New York Fashion Week was yeah, yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. And she was at a show yesterday, the Fendi Spring Show. And she was sitting next to Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, and okay. on video... 
they have Anna Wintour approaching, approaching them, approaching them, and Anna only greets SJP and not Kim. What do you think the Hollywood speak is on that, Julia? Do you have any ideas? She couldn't see. She had her sunglasses <laughs> on indoors. <laughs> her, you know, bo- her, wears- her bob was down too low. It Back, was. Bang, she does the wear the dark sunglasses, yeah, does, and yeah. I think she can't see. It's very hard to see under fluorescent lighting yeah. with your dark sunglasses on. She probably only saw SJP. Okay. All right. Because what's yours? What's Come yours? on. Come on. Give tell it us. to us. I, I just think that you know that in fashion, she she's new money and she's kind of, in Anna's world, I think in many ways, is kind of a... a an interloper. She's kind of like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. You, She's you, not going to go out of her way I'm, to I'm, say hi. You know, you're, you're Kim, but you're... I got SJP right I got here. SJP. I got... I got yeah. Th- yeah, I mean... Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. Olivia Newton-John's oh, yeah. publicist... Oh, that's right. You don't okay. have to get that. Admits this because Olivia Newton-John was left out of the In Memoriam at the Emmys. And um, she was on so much TV. I mean, yeah. she won't be forgotten at the Oscars, but her publicist did say that it was disappointing for family and fans that she was left out of that. You don't usually hear anyone express disappointment afterwards. A publicist. A publicist. Yeah. What do you they make of that? They had a good friendship. Yeah. They, they, and I, I do think that it's a hard space for the 60 seconds of images that they mm-hmm. have to parade across the screen. But I think that when you look at people's footprint and what they've left us iconically, you know, I think that that was, that was, that was, an, that was a real blunder. Yeah. That was that was a blunder. I mean, I think that, yeah. That's you, a big name. Yeah. A yeah. big name person. And, and, and as you said, you know, she, she transformed uh, a whole decade in some ways. This is her look, the jacket, the coat, the whole. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the whole thing. Yeah. Olivia. Yeah, I know. Ooh, Julia yeah. and I always get mad at these award shows that they give. They've made the in memoriam be more about the person singing, singing. Yeah. and not giving the person their big picture, their name, and what they were. So people have, or putting three people on one screen and then right. putting a Hawaiian make, sunset behind right. them so you can't right. even see them anyway. Right, and making the winners get off after forty-five seconds. I mean, we're there to, for the speeches, mm-hmm. the, the perform. If there's any singing, and I don't know why people like an in memoriam. Yeah, I, I really, I really think that. There's enough content that it's okay to have the person singing and not be seen at all, like yeah. behind the screen, and let, let us. But they're afraid that people won't be able to absorb something without a lot of going on. I think folks we fail can. To, yeah, I think people really can hold their attention span, especially for the in memoriam, because you forget over a year. You know how many wonderful character yeah. actors, and they always do. You know, producers, people use names you might not know, but to me, I always sort of like to. Re remember yeah. some of the actors or yeah. whoever the and people singers. homage as they say. Yeah, yeah, an homage. Yeah. So they should stop being so tight with all of that. What do you think about Lee Michelle starring? Oh, the funny, girl. funny girl. Did someone say Macbeth backstage? <laughs> <laughs> I think someone started whistling or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they had their biggest ticket sales week, uh, like tripled. Really. From Leah Bina, but then she got COVID after like five right. performances. Right. So, but yeah, it went from like six hundred thousand a week to like one point six her million. Salary? No, no, the, the uh, box office, box office, box office. Sales. the box office say. sales. Yeah, well, that well, that makes sense. I mean, she's a she's an it girl from from 
a decade of, of people really admiring her and that Glee stuff, you know. And that was, she sang all the Barbara in Glee. Glee right. That's what I mean. So she should have just cast her in the first place. Yeah, because sadly, and I can't remember her Bernie name. Bernie Kelsey. Beanie. Beanie. Bernie's cousin. Yeah. We mm-hmm. saw it. It was terrible. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> oh, Julia. It Mr. was bad. She never became, <laughs> she never became Fanny Brace's star. It was, oh, yeah. it, Nikki and, was... The star, and you were like, "What, what is going how, on? Yeah, what happened right. to your transformation?" Right, and that's and that's always hard when when, when you have to make miscast. that big miscast, and when you have to make that big jump that's not that's palpable and and clearly uh, denoted in the piece. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really hard sometimes to make that jump, and when the audience doesn't go there and they get ahead of the story, you you might as well just go to sleep, honey. Oh, that's what I felt. I was yeah. bored beyond belief. Oh, Lori, Bjord is a new word, beyond and bored. Mm. Bjord. 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 <laughs> beyond and bored. That we were nothing but eighth graders from yeah. the woman behind us in the Because I was so antsy. She said it? Yeah. yeah I know. She said it to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You. Might have been well-deserved. Oh Sorry. Look at the time. <laughs> Tim Michael twice. Rambo, the show is present. present. Illusion present. Theater, thanks for being on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.